The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. Listeners, you know my objective is to help you have a better business and a better life. So I've got a question for you today. Have you ever needed or wanted credit, particularly for your business? If so, then you're going to love today's guest, Ty Crandall. Welcome, Ty. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So am I, because uh, this is something that I don't know a lot about, and uh, I'm hoping to learn a few things as well. So, Ty, you're the CEO at Credit Suite. You've helped create and grow one of the biggest and most credible business coaching operations in the U.S. You're an internationally known speaker, author, pod show host, and business credit expert. With over 16 years of financial experience, you are recognized as an authority in business credit building business credit scoring, and business credit repair. You have authored two popular books on credit named Perfect Credit and Business Credit Decoded, and you often are interviewed on radio and news shows, TV programs, and magazines, including Entrepreneur and Inc. So, Ty, let's start by defining what you mean by business credit. Sure. Well, when we talk about business credit, what we're ultimately talking about is, you know, every individual, uh, whether in the United States or in any other country, has an individual credit profile. Um, and what a lot of entrepreneurs don't know is that their business has its own credit profile. Uh, it's actually provided by different credit reporting agencies than the consumer credit is reported by. And you know, once the business actually establishes its credit profile and score, that business is then able to buy much of what you and I can buy using our consumer credit. It, from you know real estate to getting credit cards to even getting vehicles, but all in the business name without the business owner taking on personal liability. Wow, that sounds fascinating. So, um, how how do we get it? You know, how do we um, start a business credit profile and score? Well, it really depends on the reporting agencies. Uh, you know, everybody's a little bit different, but the main reporting agencies in the world, like Dun & Bradstreet is the biggest credit reporting agency in the world, uh, and they're all over the country, or they're all over the world. They're not just here in the United States. And, you know, so what you, you it takes to get approved with one of the reporting agencies is typically getting set up with what are called vendor accounts. And vendor accounts are places, uh, some examples are Uline and Quill, which offer office supplies and shipping supplies. And these types of companies will give small lines of credit, you know, $100 to $500 uh, to businesses, even if they're newer businesses, even if they don't have credit profiles as scores. And once the actual entrepreneur uses this credit, 
buys something at Uline and Quill, for example, pays the bill on time, then those accounts get reported to the business credit reporting agencies. And once those accounts are reported, then they're called trade lines or payment experiences. And once those trade lines or payment experiences show up with the reporting agencies, then a credit report is populated or created, and then it's done. Then somebody has trade lines, which create a credit profile, which create a credit score. And then that credit profile and score can be used to start qualifying for you know, store credit um, around the world as well as you know, fleet credit, even cash credit. Okay, so this is all new to me. So just so that I, I make sure I've got it right and for the listeners. So if um, as a small business, I would need to go and apply to a reporting agency or I just apply to have a vendor account and then does that automatically go to the reporting agency? A little bit of both, you know. The, you know, Dun and Bradstreet, for example, one of the first steps to getting business credit is to apply with them for a Dun's number, and a Dun's number is a, a nine-digit numerical number uh, that's issued to you know businesses worldwide that's in Dun and Bradstreet's database. So they'll give you an identifying number, uh, and each country has one that they're used to in, in for their business. So in the United States, for example, it's called our EIN number, and that's how our government here recognizes businesses. But the Dun's number is a worldwide number; it's used. By by the UN, it's used by the Australian government, the United States government. So the one of the first steps somebody wants to take is to get set up with Dun & Bradstreet, to go online and to get a free Dun's number. Um, from that point, the reporting agencies themselves will not issue you credit. You just want to get credit uh, from stores that will offer it to you, typically stores or these type of vendors that will offer it to you. And then by using that credit with these vendors directly, they'll report it to the business credit reporting agencies. Now, there is an exception. There is a way to do it, the other, the other option that you actually presented, which is somebody could go to Dun & Bradstreet, pay for their program, and they could add accounts they currently have to their business credit report instead of using new credit from vendors. So there's actually two different ways to do it. You first want to get the Dunn's number from Dunn and Bradstreet and then you can pay them thousands of dollars if you'd like to and they can add existing accounts you have to your credit report or the other alternative is to come in and get credit with vendors that actually report to the business credit reporting agencies, use that credit and once it gets reported that will also establish your business credit profile and score. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm just wrapping my head around that. And I'm guessing if it was important for you to have the credit rating, then um, you probably would go and pay the money and have your existing accounts. You know, like for myself, I've been in business for 10 years and um, I wouldn't know if I've got a credit rating or a profile. So, um, but I've certainly got good uh, relationships with my vendors and suppliers. Well, and I think a lot of people feel the same. And first of all, nobody has to pay to do this. I mean, you know, if you want, and I don't even necessarily think it's a shortcut to pay DNB to add existing accounts that you already have. What I like to say is that the majority of people are not adding accounts just to have a credit profile. Most people are building a credit profile to access money or to get better terms on the money they obtain. So in that case, you're better off to go and work with the vendor route because then you're getting real usable credit that you could use 
use to fuel your business, um, and you're building your business credit at the same time, and you don't have to pay thousands of dollars for that option. So that option makes a lot more sense than paying D&B thousands of dollars to do it, uh, and that's definitely the option I would suggest. And what you mentioned, I think, is, is one of the biggest uh, misconceptions in business is a lot of people that we speak to have relationships with five, ten, even sometimes hundreds of vendors, but about 98% of vendors uh, that offer an issue credit don't report that credit to the reporting agencies. So chances are good, and we talk to people that have been in business five, ten, even 20 years that think they have business credit because they work with a lot of vendors and they have credit with a lot of vendors, then come to find out that none of those vendors actually report that credit. So even though those vendors have given them credit, that credit's never been reported and they still lack a business credit profile and score. And usually that comes up at the worst time. You know, it's like having bad personal credit trying to get a home loan and then you figure that out and, and you can't get the home you want. It's the same thing with business owners. A lot of business owners don't even realize that, that they don't have their business credit established until they start to go in to get a loan that they need and then unfortunately it's too late. They can't get approved and they have to then start the process, which is why it makes so much sense to be intentional about it, to make sure you're focusing on building and checking your business credit before you need it, the same as you would with your consumer credit. Yes, um, I can see that. So it's a bit like if you wanted to borrow money to get a mortgage to buy a house. You, you can't go in and, and say, here, I've, I found this house I want to buy. Can I have the money? You actually have to start saving and organising that. You know, you, you're having a bit of a, a plan and executing that plan in advance. So um, do you have preferred timelines? Is there things that we need to know about if we're, if we're looking down the track that we know that we want to borrow some money uh, or get some finance or credit? Well, I think any business from inception should start building their business credit because what we do as entrepreneurs is we tend to put our own personal assets on the line to fuel our businesses. We use our personal credit cards. We use our stocks and our bonds and the money out of our bank account um, to fuel our business. And the problem with that is, is that's not really what the world is designed for. You know, we have the option and business credit exists because it's intentionally designed for businesses to obtain their their own credit profile and score. Um, so then that the money the business obtains can be done in the business name where the business owner isn't taking on personal liability. So there's a lot of reasons you want to do this from the beginning. First is liability. There's no reason to be personally liable for what take what's taking place in your business or to go and use your personal funds to fuel a business when business credit exists. Uh, and another problem with that is that personal credit was never designed to fund a business. You know, here in the United States, for example, when we look at, at the FICO score, which is also obviously used in other countries as well, uh, you know, the 30% the, the of the score is utilization, what percentage of your high credit limit you're using. So if you use personal credit to fund your business, then what happens is you'll, you'll by default no, lower your personal credit scores, which affects your ability to buy cars and homes and get credit cards and everything you'll possibly need the personal credit for in the business. So it makes sense to get business credit from the inception of your business. You can separate the liability um, and then you, from that point on, you can also have more access to capital to be able to fund the business. 
Well, you're certainly putting forward really good uh, points there. I was going to call them arguments, but nobody's arguing. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. And I think for me, it's it's a case of we don't know what we don't know. You know, we come back to the four stages of learning and the first one where we're unconsciously incompetent and um, we don't know what we don't know. And, you know, I mean, for myself, I've been in business 10 years and a lot of this is new to me. So I'm thinking about our listeners out there and uh, I I would guess that there would be a, a lot of them who would not know about this and, as you say, have been funding the business through their personal uh, finances, uh, as you say, putting the house up for mortgage, etc. Okay. Absolutely, and, and and my goal here is to help everybody, you know, cross that barrier and become consciously, uh, unconsciously competent, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was the same difference. I mean, I, I fueled and bootstrapped my businesses the same, and the problem is, is that you know I owned a mortgage company when everything collapsed here in the United States, and I because I guaranteed everything in my business, it almost personally wiped me out. So when I discovered business credit, I decided to become the advocate to let everybody know, hey, this exists, and then at least you have a choice. If you know that it exists, then you can move forward and do what you need to do and should do to build your business credit to separate that liability. To to get the money you need to fuel the business, and if you choose not to, that's okay, but you at least have a choice just because you possess the knowledge and know the business credit does exist. And thank you for doing that, and I'm sorry that it took, you know, your bad experience, but that's often what happens, isn't it? We have a bad experience, and then we go, no way, I don't want this to happen to other people. Well, sure. That's why most of us are run businesses. I mean, we see that you know the world is suffering from pain, and we see and believe that we have the ability to remove that pain from people's lives. Uh, and that's why I'm here, and I think that that's why a lot of your listeners do what they do as well, because that's that's what we do as entrepreneurs is we try our best to relieve that pain that people experience. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's have a quick break there. And then when we come back, let's look at how business owners might obtain a loan to um, to start their business or to, to have finance in it and um, how they might even get a loan if they don't qualify at their bank. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Toddfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, at ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Business Lifestyle. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with CEO of Credit Suite, Ty Crandall. And I don't know about you listeners, but I've been sitting here with my mouth open. It's like, wow, you know, how long has this been going on? And um, tell me more, tell me more. So, you know, if you've been like most people and you've been funding the growth of your business or even the start of your business with your own personal funding, well, Ty's here with great news. So, Ty... Can a business owner, how can a business owner obtain a loan to start a business? Well, there's a lot of different ways. You know, lucky for us to uh, to be able to obtain a loan. I think you know the whole world saw big shifts in the economy over the last decade, and what's happened is I think a lot of banks worldwide have tightened up. They've constricted from where they used to be, and there's a lot of uh, private sources that have now popped into the scene and you know started to lend money in, in areas where people weren't able to get money before. As a matter of fact, here in the United States in 2015, uh, the Department of Revenue showed that about 98% plus of money that was injected into businesses didn't come from big banks like Bank of America and Wells Fargo and and, um, all these other ones that are around the world. They actually came from alternative lenders. Uh, So alternative lenders have really popped into the scene and become one of the easiest and best ways for us to get money. And don't get me wrong, the big banks are still the best place to go if you have you know years of tax returns and really good credit and collateral and all the other things they require but a lot of us as entrepreneurs just don't have all those things and when your listeners are in that boat then what they should know is that there's a lot of different um, other sources through these alternative lenders that will lend the money. And they typically will lend money based on somebody's strength. So unlike a conventional bank where you have to have good credit, cash flow, tax returns, collateral, uh, with these alternative lenders, you usually only need one type of strength. So if you have consistent cash flow coming through your business bank account or you have some kind of collateral or you have uh, good consumer credit, then any of those three individually can be used as your strength to uh, obtain financing through one of these types of alternative lenders. Wow. And what sort of um, amounts are we looking at here? Well, it depends. I mean, there's really kind of a couple different types of, of sources of alternative uh, financing that are out there. There are lenders that are actual banks or lending institutions, and there's private investors, and there's people that you know oversee hedge funds and lend their own personal money um, or their company's money. So it, it's really unlimited. I mean, I think that you know we've seen deals of you know 13 million. We've we've worked on deals of a billion dollars before. So I don't think there's a limit depending on the type of project that's actually uh, being proposed. But it's common to see these loans of anywhere between 10000 and 500000 Those are pretty common for loan amounts, and that's you know, in U.S. dollars is what I'm speaking of. But then again, there's you know, loans that we see, again, U.S. dollars in the you know, $10 million, $100 million plus. So there's really financing sources out there for just about any kind of project that somebody may be working on um, or an endeavor that they're starting. Um, it's just a matter of, of, of what they're trying to do for their business and then linking that with the source that kind of lends money with that type of endeavor. 
So I'm, I'm guessing that that's where you might come in with Credit Suite because uh, it's one thing to know that it exists and then it's another thing to be able to put together some sort of proposal or application to be able to go and get it. Well, and that's, you know, what we like to do, what's been a frustration for me, and, and I've spent my life in finance. I, I was in the military, and when I got out of the military, I've pretty much spent um, the, the, the last two decades in, in finance. And, and going through this, what frustrates me is that most business owners still don't know where to go to get money. Mm -hmm. So when I stand on a large stage and in, in front of a large crowd, I always ask that question, where would you go if you need money? And everybody says their bank, but their bank isn't the best source unless you're really well established, which a lot of the people I'm speaking to aren't. So what we try to do is we just try, we've created a platform where somebody can go and get all different types of financing. So there's a lot of sources out there. I just saw Funding Circle in the UK had you know over a half million dollars invested into them to for lending. Um, On Deck is really big in the United States and, and spreading across the world very quickly. And they, but these types but funding sources only offer one kind of product. If you fit their criteria, fantastic, you can get a loan. But if you don't, you might get denied and think you can't get a loan, but you could easily get a loan with 12 other different types of lenders. So our strategy is just to bring all types of financing that are available into one place so the business owner doesn't need to know what type of financing they need, what type of financing they can get. They can just come in and say, here's what I'm trying to do, and then we can link them with all the different products and sources that are available for them. So in essence, would you say that you are like a business finance um, broker in one sense, having the connections, having the knowledge, being able to give people the um, advice on uh, where they can go, what they could get? Sure, absolutely. I mean, we actually deal with a lot of brokers. You know, a lot of brokers um, actually send business to us for the help of placement. And we're working on a lot of things technology-wise this year to be able to give uh, the end user, the end business owner, an easy place to go and a marketplace to go to access capital, but as well as give all the brokers that are out there an easy way to place deals. So I think that fundamentally this is a problem. You know, we find that brokers even have the ability to do a a lot of different kind of loans, but they, they realize that they don't have enough mind power to be able to master and know all these different loan programs. So what happens is most of them even end up with some kind of niche. They, they kind of find a niche that, they, that fits well with them, whether it be equipment financing or whether it be you know uh, commercial real estate financing, and they tend to kind of specialize in that one type of financing. So I think lenders and brokers by default have really started to narrow in on one or two or three products they're going to focus on and leave all the rest of them out there for somebody else. Um, our strategy is to go the opposite. And it hasn't been an easy path, you know, to deal with hundreds of different loan programs and, and tens of thousands of different lenders and rates and terms and everything that's involved. Uh, it, it takes a lot to be able to work with. And this is why most people can't do it. It really comes down to combining the abilities of people like brokers and also really cutting edge technology that can help with bringing in all this data and helping the individuals like brokers with the placement of loans. And those are some of the things that we're working on now. So if, if we've got business owners and uh, entrepreneurs that are listening to our interview today and they're thinking, wow, you know, I would really like to get some funding into my business for whatever different reason, where can they find out more about you? 
Well, they can go right to our website, which is creditsuite.com uh, forward slash EIN, and that's a great free guide on, on actually building business credit. We talk to them about financing there as well. And that's creditsuite, which is S-U-I-T-E dot com uh, forward slash EIN. But we're not the only source. What, what, what your listeners should know is that there's a lot of money available out there. You just have to kind of find out what your strength is, and that will help you narrow down where to go to look. Um, so again, what is your strength? Do you have strong consumer credit profile? Do you have a, a lot of collateral or different kinds of collateral like account receivables or do you have a book of business if you handle insurance or do you have purchase orders or personal investments like um, IRAs, those type of things? Um, you know, do you have, um, on the opposite end, consistent revenue? Do you have money going into your business bank account? Whatever of those you have, I call those the three C's of lending. Whether you have cash flow, credit, or collateral, figure out which one of those C's you have. That will help you narrow down the type of lender you want to look for to then be able to help you focus on that strength and get capital based on that strength instead of this entire business approach that a lot of our big banks have. Wow, that, that's really interesting that, um, you know, you only have to focus on one of those three strengths. And um, in my role as a business consultant and coach, I just had a, an occasion in Australia where um, one of our clients was looking to secure some funding and it, you know, it was out of my league. I thought, gee, I, you know, I have no clue how to do this and um, some of the options that they were given didn't seem to be workable. So does does what you're proposing work around the world or is it uh, only for people in the United States? No, absolutely it does. You know, and as I mentioned, you know, Funding Circle just got about $600,000 in the UK, for example. Um, on deck is aggressively lending in countries like Australia and the UK. So this is definitely not in the United States. I think that what happens is, you know, a lot of these, these lending sources, a lot of these alternative lenders will prove their concept in the UK or in Australia or in the United States or in Canada or in a lot of different countries. And then what happens is one once they start scaling, they realize that they need to start scaling worldwide. So that's really been a blessing for all of us. Is the, the constriction in the lending industry uh, with banks has created all these alternative lenders worldwide to be able to become available. And then as a result, a lot of us are now able to get money when we just weren't able to get money for our businesses five or ten years ago before these alternative lenders really started to hit the scene. So absolutely, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are still smaller countries out there that still have a really hard time being able to access business capital. But a lot of your larger countries um, around the world are really doing exactly the same thing we're doing in the States. As a matter of fact, a lot of these lenders from other countries are becoming very, very big lenders here in the States as well. Wow. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to change tack a little bit here. Are the credit bureaus in the consumer world the same as in the business world? 
No, they're absolutely not. I mean, well, somewhat. I mean, here in the United States, you know, the biggest credit consumer credit reporting agencies are TransUnion, are Equifax, and Experian. Uh, and in the business world, Equifax and Experian, and they're still, you know, worldwide. I think um, Experian's headquarters is in Ireland, for example. So, you know, these reporting agencies are, are very big in the business space. Equifax and Experian is. Although TransUnion isn't, and Dun and Bradstreet is the biggest business credit reporting agency around the world. They're the biggest reporting agency, consumer or business, in the world, and they don't just function here in the United States. They function in a lot of other countries, and then of course, a lot of other countries like Australia have special credit reporting agencies that deal a lot with businesses there um, as well. So every country is a little bit different. Although Equifax, Experian, and Dun and Bradstreet are really popular in a lot of different countries. Mm, wow, fascinating. Um, we're going to take a short break and when we come back, let's look at the type of entity structure that you might have to have when you're building business credit. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it. Hear it. Feel it. Have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your ideal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Todd says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Talking with Ty Crandall on the break, and Ty's the CEO for Credit Suite, and you're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom, and I'm Shirley Dalton. And... Ty was saying that one of the questions he's been asked recently is, what do you sell? And what I've picked up here is that um, Ty is selling hope and confidence because in my experience, and I'm sure in your experience and in Ty's, is that a lot of business owners perceive that they're not going to get funding or credit from the traditional ways of, you know, the big banks. And so, therefore, we just say no uh, and we don't even try. But, but Ty, that's not right, is it? No, it's absolutely not. And, you know, it's interesting because, 
You know, in the United States, uh, SBA, the Small Business Administration, guarantees bank loans. It's why big banks even offer loans to businesses because SBA takes on like 90% of the risk. Um, so, you know, most people that get a loan from a bank get an SBA loan. And it's interesting because, again, when I stand in front of large groups, I always ask this question. I say, how many people do you know who've ever obtained an SBA loan? I mean, we're all entrepreneurs. Most of our friends are entrepreneurs. We tend to hang out with like-minded people. And it's interesting because I rarely ever run into anybody that knows more than one or two people in their entire life they've met that's ever obtained an SBA loan. And it's because not a lot have. A small percentage of people qualify for those conventional bank loans. But And so because of that, there's this mindset that people just can't get approved for financing. They, they don't even bother trying. They give up before they even try. And that's unfortunate because SBA and, and worldwide, every every survey I've ever seen says that lack of access to capital is one of the number one reasons that a business fails. It's either number one, two, or three in almost every survey I've seen. People have great ideas. They can solve other people's most severe problems they have. They can relieve pain from people that have the worst of pain, whether it be businesses or consumers, but they don't have the ability or the money um, to be able to fund that. They don't have the, the ability to obtain the funds they need to actually grow their business, to be able to execute on their dream. And so like a lot of people just don't try. They, they know they rarely have met anybody in their life that's ever got an SBA loan or a big bank loan. And so they never did these don't think capitals out there. But the world has changed over the last not few years, but over the last few decades, where it's now shifted, like I said, and the majority of money is not coming from these banks now. It's coming from private investors. It's coming from hedge funds. It's coming from you know all of these other sources that are pouring money in to the small business space. So that you're right, it is about hope. It's about knowing that if you have a dream, you can you know fulfill that dream. It's just a matter of knowing that you're probably going to need capital and realizing that the big banks are probably not the best place to get it, to focus on what your strength is and to go in and spend some time looking at some of those alternative lenders. Okay, so could you give us some examples then for our listeners who, you know, their eyes are wide open now and they're thinking, wow, I can get money uh, to do things with my business. What sort of things could they actually do? Well, just about anything. I mean, you know, a, a big bank loans, they want you to narrow down what you're going to use the money for. What are you going to use the funds for? How much do you need money for this and this and, and each specific purpose? But a lot of alternative lenders don't care. Um, you know, if you've proven that you could be successful, if you have the collateral to offset the debt, or if you've proven your business is successful and that you could bring in consistent uh, revenue, or you have good consumer credit showing that you've managed your prior obligations um, well, then in that case, they're going to lend you money, which means you can use it for payroll. You know, we've had people that we funded in 24 hours because they couldn't meet payroll the next day. We got them the money they needed to meet payroll. We've seen people use it for marketing and advertising. We've seen people use it for expansion um, to be able to take over or buy new businesses. We've seen People use the assets of the business they're buying as collateral to buy the actual business. Um, so, you know, whether it be office supplies or computers or you know being able to cover a staffing as you are ramping up campaigns, we see this covered for so many different things. We see people that do outside manufacturing that get money to bring the manufacturing inside. We see people that are fulfilling really big orders where they don't even have the money to fulfill the order with a 
account receivable and purchase order financing that helps them get the goods and the resources they need to fulfill big orders they have. Um, there's just so many different ways you can use money because there's so many different industries and there's a lot of financing that works specifically for those purposes and there's a lot of general financing you can use for any purpose. So a lot of cash flow based financing, they're not even really going to ask what you're going to use the money for. They're going to see that you are wise enough to have consistent revenue and have the expectation that you know where to use that money. Account receivable financing on the opposite side is very specific. You're using it specifically to get financing on receivables you have outstanding. You know, in times where you have to wait weeks or maybe even months to get paid from an actual vendor, from a supplier, from somebody that's your customer that's ordering with account receivable financing, you can get that money the next day without having to wait those weeks or months to get paid. So there's a lot of different ways you could use financing. Some is used for general purposes and some is very specific, used for specific purchases or purposes such as purchase orders or account receivables. Wow. Okay. Listeners, I'm, I'm thinking, you're just looking at your business and thinking, wow, this is just wonderful. It is. It gives you the, the hope that you can, as Ty says, um, really fulfill your dreams if you've got a dream for your business or if you, in some cases, there where you said needing it for payroll. So Ty, does it matter what type of entity structure we have when we build business credit? Well, it doesn't. You know, any entity can build business credit, and you know, and it's different. And the entity types that are available are different in every single country. But you know, here in the United States, uh, we have a, a couple entities like that are called sole proprietorships or partnerships, where you know you could build business credit with any entity. But by default, those entities just you're part of the business. You and the business are one and the same. So you know, you need to be wise when you choose an entity of two things. First of all, what does that mean to you regarding liability? So one of the biggest fears that I see business owners have is of lawsuits. And a lot of them, they're, they're not afraid of getting sued by doing anything wrong. They're just afraid of getting sued by you know, people that are attacking them because they even have money, for example. Um, and you know, if you are the business in, in our country, if you are a sole proprietor or if you are a partnership, well, then you could be sued as well as the business. So they can come after all of your personal assets, whereas you're a corporation or an LLC, well, then you and the business are separate. So if anybody ever sues the business, they can come after the business assets, but they can't come after your own personal assets. So any entity can build business credit, but your listeners should just talk to people that are professionals in their space they trust, such as the people that handle their accounting, to know, look, what's my liability, my personal liability with the entity I choose, and what are the ramifications tax-wise of the entity I choose? Those are things they should be conscious of. Okay, all right. And on something different then, with business credit cards, are the credit issuers and credit limits similar to what you might see in the consumer world? Not even close. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about business credit especially is that the, one of the core components of, of, of credit is called capacity. And as an individual, you have a much less need for greater capacity than a business does. So I'll give you a simple example. You know, Dell is a place where I get a lot of my computers from. And if I, I don't need $10,000 worth of credit at Dell on the consumer side because, you know, my wife and I buy a new computer every three to five years and there will never be a point where we'll need to put $10,000 worth of computers in our home, like ever. That will mm -hmm. never happen. 
Um, but our business, we could easily spend over $10,000 worth of computers in the business because our business has a greater need for capacity than I do as an individual. So you know, this is why the biggest organizations out there, including SBA, um, estimate that business credit approvals are 10 to 100 times higher than what you'll find with consumer credit. We see people two or three months in to the business credit building process obtaining ten to thirty thousand dollar credit limits. That's not possible with a lot of different consumer credit. With FICO, you can't even get a credit score on the personal side unless you've got credit for six months. So to be able to come in in three months and get twenty thousand dollar credit limits from not having a credit profile to ninety days later being able to obtain that is just crazy. It's it's unfathomable when we look at what consumer credit's abilities are. So Business credit approvals a lot higher than consumer credit, easily 10 to 100 times higher, whereas somebody might have be used to a $1,000 limit, they could typically get 10 or $100,000 limits um, in the business world because, again, the business has a greater appetite and need for capacity than the actual business owner does. Wow. Okay. So you mentioned about how quickly a business can build uh, credit and you were talking about in a matter of months there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, to build credit, as we talked about in the beginning, uh, to build credit, somebody first needs to get a credit with, for example, vendors. And if they get credit with vendors, the only thing that determines time frame of credit building is time frame of credit reporting. So, for example, if I get credit, as I mentioned earlier, with Uline and Quill, how long does it take Uline and Quill to report that credit to the business credit reporting agencies? A lot of vendors report it monthly or a lot. A lot of vendors report it uh, quarterly. So as soon as that credit is used and as soon as that credit is reported, then the credit profile and score gets established. And with business credit building, what determines how much credit you can obtain, when to move to the next level, is how much credit you actually have. Um, and for that, what it really comes down to is levels of credit that you're obtaining. So, for example, you can you need about five vendor accounts to start to get into you know large store credit accounts like places like Walmart. You need about ten store credit cards to start getting the fleet credit accounts. So it really is just a matter of coming in and getting five accounts as quickly as you can with vendors. Then they report to the business credit reporting agencies that gives you that profile that gives you the score. Then when those five show up then you can move on to store credit and so on. How long does it take them to show up? That again all comes down to how long it takes that individual creditor or vendor to report the credit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it, it actually sounds really easy and we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, let's look at uh, whether business credit cards have any impact on the personal credit. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, 
He's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And we've been talking business credit today with Ty Crandall, CEO for Credit Suite. And I don't know about you listeners, but for me, it's just been fascinating because for a lot of my clients and a lot of people in the business world, we assume that we can't get the credit and therefore we don't even apply. And so we've been talking today about the process where you can actually get um credit, business credit, and also a score and a rating so that you can actually apply for more down the track. And what Ty has come up with here with this process is, first of all, looking at the right entity for you and then applying to um, the credit uh, vendors to get your credit rating, uh, your report, and then looking at the time frame for the vendors that you've got. So the sooner that they report, the sooner you're starting to get a bit of a profile. And then when you're successfully operating that, then you can get on to bigger amounts. And um, what we want to know now is um, do business credit cards have any impact on personal credit? No, that's one of the beauties of business credit. You know, the, the one of the beauties of business credit is that you, it's the only legal way you can truly have two credit profiles. So, you know, a lot of people try to shortcut it and they find all kinds of really weird things that they can do and try to, you know, have damaged consumer credit and find ways around it. But with business credit, you have literally two credit profiles and scores. So, you have your consumer credit, you have business credit. Well, as a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't know is you actually have three types of credit. You have your consumer credit, your business has its own credit profile and score, and the big banks have their own internal credit score system that they use to rate rate uh, businesses as well. And that really has to do with how much money you keep in your business bank account. So for example, here in the United States, if you keep $10,000 a month or more on average in your bank account, That'll give you what's called a low five bank score, which makes you lendable at the bank. But most people will, well, no, not most people, nobody will ever really know what their bank score is because that's an internal secret uh, with the banks themselves. But with business credit, you have your own credit profile and score. It's different than you do on the consumer side. And again, anything that you obtain 
for your business using your business credit profile score can then report to the business credit reporting agencies and anything you use on the consumer side reports to the consumer reporting agencies so these two are separate which is a big deal because you could use your business credit freely without having any kind of adverse impact on your actual consumer credit scores. Mm. So who can see a business credit report? Anybody. And that's the problem, you know, is that a lot of people in business don't even know they have a credit report and score, but at the same time, anybody can actually see that business credit profile and score. In the consumer world, people can't just pull our credit. They have to have permission to pull our credit. And every country is a little different on how this is regulated. In the United States, we call it the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And the Fair Credit Reporting Act says that somebody has to have your permission to look at your personal credit report. But in the business world, I can pull anybody business credit report with only their business name. It's all I need. If I only have a business's name, I can pull their credit report. Now, if that business name is, is popular, there's a lot of businesses with the same name, having an idea of location where that business is then helps me narrow it down. But with as little as a business name, I can pull credit reports on any business I want to. I can see employees. I can see revenues. I can see profits. I can see how they pay every single bill that they've ever had, what their quarterly payments are, how the highest credit limits they've ever been issued. I can see what lenders are recommending that they be lent. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that your prospects can see this, your clients can see this, your competitors can see this. Anybody can obtain a business credit report for very little money going to the business credit reporting agencies on any business they want to see it for. As a matter of fact, if you sign up for services offered by the reporting agencies, like credit monitoring with Dun & Bradstreet, they'll even give you the ability to pull other credit reports on other businesses for free as part of the service. So it's very important to know that anybody can see that information. It's public information. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So you really want to have a squeaky clean record then. If anybody can see it, there's no dodging that one. No, and you definitely, definitely want to know it exists. Focus on growing it and at least keep track of what's on your business credit report so you see what others see about you and your business. Yes, and I have heard that one in the consumer world too where you want to get, um, get a check of what your credit rating is so that you can see what the lenders and other people are seeing. So the same principle applies there for business. Yes, so what types of credit do lenders look at to decide on approving you for money? Well, they look at all three of those. It depends on the type of lender. You know, if you're if you're if you're looking for, well, it really depends on the type of loan program. You know, for example, cash flow financing now doesn't even look at consumer credit. They don't look at bank credit, but they will almost always look at business credit. If you're applying for a big bank loan, they look at all three and require all three be good. Bank credit, personal credit, and business credit. Um, if you're applying for, you know, one of these C's that we mentioned, for example, collateral-based lenders, collateral-based lenders don't care about any credit, all they care about is your collateral. Um, if you're going to a consumer credit lending, where I talk about that third C, where they just look at your consumer credit, they tend to only care about consumer credit, not business credit, not bank credit. So the easiest way to summarize it is if you're going to the big banks, they care about it all. They care about how you manage your bank account. They care about your personal credit. They care about your business credit. Um, outside of the big banks, most of them don't care about it all. A lot of them will still look at business credit, though, because your business is applying for money, so they want to see how your business has paid back obligations in the past. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Wow, my, my mind is just reeling here. You know, we've uh, been talking a lot and there is so much information to um, actually process and put into place. But I guess the, the biggest message that's coming out for me is that if you're in business that and you do have some goals and vision and you need money to fund that or even, as you say, for payroll, then there is hope and there, there are alternative options out there but you need to know about it you need to know that it exists you need to know what you need to do in order to have it and what you've given us today is a process for being able to get and obtain um, a business credit report and profile so I have to ask Ty what's next for Ty Crandall and Credit Suite and where can people find out more information if they want Oh, absolutely. I, I appreciate you asking. Um, for us, we just really want to change the landscape. I think we've done a really good job over the last few years of getting the word out there about business credit. And now we really aggressively in 2017 want to tackle this financing challenge. We want to create one place that anybody can go to um, to get business financing and to get all different types of business financing, not just one or two. So we've done a good job of starting that and we'll get a lot more advanced with our marketplace, our technology to make that easier and easier um, for people here as we progress through to, to 2017. And we also want to, in the same front, be able to create a platform that's even easier for brokers to be able to help more people as well. So that's it. We really want to get the word out to everybody we can about business credit around the world, let them know that it exists, how to get it, as well as make sure that everybody knows they have the ability to obtain capital. And if anybody's more interested in, in me or, or, or Credit Suite or, or if we can help you in any way, then feel free to check out our main website. It's creditsuite.com. That's creditsuite, which is S-U-I-T-E.com. And if they go to creditsuite.com forward slash E-I-N, there's a great free guide there that maps out the exact steps to take uh, to build their business credit. Right, and you also mentioned that you speak a lot, and we mentioned in the introduction that you're an international speaker. So is that something that you still want to be doing? Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, I'm I, I'm really it's it's really been a, a, an honor to be invited all around the world to do speaking uh, engagements, and I love it. You know, my mission is to get the word out to as many people as I can that business credit exists, how to get it, how to get capital, and sometimes that's on podcast interviews or radio shows, and sometimes that's on TV shows, sometimes it's large you know large speaking engagements. Um, there's a lot of different ways that I use and platforms I use to get the word out. But yeah, I love speaking to big groups of people. It's so much different when you get the opportunity to meet people face to face and uh, and really get to hear their stories and connect with them on a deep level. Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. Wow, thank you so much, Ty, for sharing with us today. And as we mentioned earlier, it's often a case of you don't know what you don't know. So today you've been pl provided with plenty of information on a topic that I'm sure you've been burning to find out but never knew where to go or what to ask. So, listeners, as always, until next week, look into your credit rating, your credit profile, and look at how you can start to get that for yourself if you haven't already, and where you can obtain funding from if you need it, and especially as you work towards being able to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. 
please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.